question. You ain't got the answer, Sway. 2 Corinthians 3.17, that's the whole ball game. Church mirrors our hands. We're 15 cents. Alright, guys. Uh, Basement Full Heretics, um, episode 6. What's up, Moses? How's it going? It's going pretty good, man. Um, like I said before, uh, this is. Is it episode 6? Yeah, it's episode 6. I'd accidentally labeled episode five, episode four, and then someone let me know <laughs> like a couple hours after the fact. Um, but uh, but yeah, this is episode six, and hopefully I'm going to title it right. But uh, yeah. like like I said last week, so this this episode's coming out on Valentine's Day. We're recording yeah. it before the fact, but um, but we did want to do something special for Valentine's Day. Um, uh, we have a special guest here, but before I introduce them, you might have heard their laugh. Um, I'm actually going to give Emil the floor uh, because, Emil, you're, you're, where are you right now? Do you want to say where you are? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, so I'm actually in Edmonton. So right. I am currently, um, I think I'm the only person right now who's actually not in the basement. Um, so most of the time I'm in a basement. So I'm actually back at my uh, parents' house in Edmonton. So that's where I'm at. Um, I am not breaking the rules because that's actually why I wanted you to, I wanted you to give give you a state your case for the COVID cops yeah. because anyone who listens yeah. Yeah, closely yeah, yeah, to yeah. the podcast knows Emil usually records in an undisclosed town in Alberta, um, but now he is he has crossed uh, municipal boundaries. So actually, essential travel. So please explain before we report your ass. <laughs> yeah. So actually, what happens is, um, according to Jason Kenny and the good people at AHS. Um, I can be here because this is my second residence because I actually do get mail to this place. So um, that's why I'm good. Okay. Um, yeah, so I'm not breaking the rules. I'm having a good time. It's uh, good to good to see everyone. Good to see you in person, Moses, even though right now we're not even in the same room, though we're, though we're in the same house. Okay. All right. So now that we get, so pretty much Emil used the, this is my summer home excuse <laughs> to justify. <laughs> this is my, this, this, this is my holiday home. <laughs> Uh, okay but anyway you guys probably hear the laughter um and so you know we might as well introduce not might as well it is my honor to introduce our first ever oh, guest on the podcast the stephanie french hey. um, the poet yeah stephanie uh, you, you clearly wear many hats none right now the woman the woman <laughs> <laughs> yes yes the woman is one of my hats i've worked really hard to be a woman i hey, uh, man. I grabbed that X chromosome and held on twice. <laughs> All right, but Stephanie, do you, do you just want to introduce yourself to the podcast audience? Some of them probably know who you are. I feel as though the Venn diagram of like listeners and our friends is there's a lot of overlap, but there's not completely. There's a few people like in Germany listening to the podcast, so who knows? But really, I, I yeah. okay. yo, yeah, what's yeah. up, Germany? I, I keep track of these things, but um, That's yeah, to cool. Stephanie, do you want to introduce yourself just to to the heretics? Okay, hi, you? I'm Stephanie. Mm-hmm. Um. Am I supposed to say my first and last name? I'm Stephanie French. Ooh. I am French is my real last name, by the way. A lot of people think it's fake. That's my real. It does sound like a stage name. name. Yeah, it does, right? But it's my real name. <laughs> um, yeah, I sing. I teach music. I perform and do like studio stuff. And I write poetry. And I wrote a poetry book. And uh, that's what I do. Yeah, my and, Stephanie, uh... artsy. And I think Stephanie, I don't know, Stephanie, I think you have an EP coming out soon, right? 
I do. Hey, in Jesus' name, amen. I have hey. an EB coming out in May. If yeah, COVID doesn't I think, destroy my I think, plans, uh, but it should. I think come we're in gonna May. put we're gonna put the link for your Kickstarter in the thing, in the episode oh, bio. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think I think at the end of the episode, you know, classic. You gotta plug all your stuff, and so we'll make oh, sure yeah. to. Stephanie, Stephanie's got me, a like, lot of stuff to plug. Myself. I have oh, a you're... lot of stuff to plug. Let me advertise. Thank you. There, see, I can sing for real. So, 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 so definitely <laughs> at the end of the, at the end of the episode, we're gonna give you some time to just let the people know where they can find you on social media and all your stuff. But yeah. oh yeah, I can do that. I thought you were gonna say at the end of the episode you can sing. I was like, please no. Nah, <laughs> if you want. No, I've listened to a couple podcasts where people break out and singing, and even though the person isn't in the room, you just feel uncomfortable. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> what? Why is this happening? <laughs> please stop. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't want to do that. I don't. <laughs> Yeah, that no, thank no. you was all the singing you're gonna get. No, nah, no, nah. yeah, listeners, take take our word for it. Stephanie, uh, Stephanie's a is a force of nature in the best way possible. I mean, like on on stage, she's a she's she's a real presence. Um, like I said, she's got a lot of things going on. So at the end of the episode, we'll, we'll let you know where you can find her. Me and Emil, we have significantly less things going on, so it's pretty much baseball full of heretics. That's about it. Um, but Stephanie, she's she's a busy lady, um, but she's also. Uh, special in the, in the fact that she is our first ever guest on the mm. podcast. And Stephanie, I'll, I'll let you know, you're not the first person to ask, okay? Mm. So you yeah. really Keep stood out. We Many had... will ask, but but I would like the job. Do I need? Where do I send my application? Because I'm ready. I can pose cute for the for the poster. I'm ready. Yeah, man. Stephanie's making her pitch. So um, ready. I guess that this episode is your audition. We're going to see how the listeners feel about you having on the podcast, but it definitely is nice to have a female voice. Um, especially just That's because what you of, need. Uh, <laughs> yeah, some of the shenanigans. Cause y'all two are basically like you the same, you related and all you needed me. Stephanie, have you heard, have you heard episode two? Yes, I listened to one, yeah. two, and I was going to listen to three, but I'm saving them. Damn, Stephanie, you try to do a podcast, you, you don't even keep up with <laughs> No, here's the thing. I, the told, I told Emil this. Woo! I told Emil this Woo! after episode one. one I want to save them for like my, I want to save them for like my Sabbath thing to do because I really enjoyed listening to the podcast last Saturday. We, so I was like, literally, save these. Yeah, if you listen to episode three, did, did, we explicitly warned against we? that. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, we literally Why? said, we literally said, do not use us as your Sabbath supplement. Oh, no, no, wait, no. no as your no, devotional. You wait, no. Your devotional. You did yeah. say that in episode three. You said that in episode two because I listened to episode two. You did say oh, okay. that in episode two, oh, okay. and I highly disagree. So I'm going to do what I'm going to do. <laughs> okay, I guess, Moses, I guess we're now ordained ministers. Okay. Hey, man. Cool. No, I'm not saying I'm listening to it because I think you guys are ministers. I mean, you have great opinions and thoughts. You're very smart individuals. I just like. Tell me more. I like no. um. <laughs> Stephanie, 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 you still I just found like out after episode two? After episode two, I agreed that if I had a daughter Moses's age, Moses would be the one dating her, and you should probably reflect a little. That's, uh... <laughs> I don't think I'm off very well. Very good either. Yeah, a little bit. I, I think it, it was just relative, better. relative. Came off better. Yeah. But he come off very well. I'm either. not. I'm not yeah. saying. I, I, I was listening for intention, intention and impact together, and the impact that Moses has and his intentions is is going in the right direction. It's like I'm intending to be a good person. That's my goal, so I'm gonna try. And Emil, you were more like, I am who I am. I'm sorry. 
<laughs> I didn't mean to, but this is just who it I am. What it is. <laughs> it is and what I prefer, it is. I prefer <laughs> someone who's reaching for better than someone who's just like ah. Emil's, Emil's response to Emil, you're not trying to, you're not trying to better yourself. It is what it is. <laughs> I feel episode two is gonna haunt us for a while, especially, especially. Emil. It wasn't that bad. Um, rightfully, rightfully. Um, it wasn't bad. I but, appreciate your vulnerability and stuff. But yeah, um, as as um, as has been made clear in past episodes, um, me and Emil obviously. Uh, you know, we, we try to approach things from a variety of perspectives, but it's nice to have different voices on the podcast. Um, yeah. Like I like I said, we've had several people reach out before, um, and and I have made promises to other people about being on the podcast. So that's not to say um, uh, you've all you've been rejected, but Stephanie, um, she she had some really good ideas uh, just for different topics she was interested in talking about. Um, uh, the one that she wants she wanted to talk about today, which I was very excited about. Uh, was purity culture um and i was i was excited about it also because it is valentine's day today uh when listeners are listening to this i was thinking about this about you know how how almost every holiday becomes like way more um debauched when you become an adult like compared to how you thought of it <laughs> as Facts. a kid like literally and here's the thing man. christmas and thanksgiving are the only ones that like maintain their wholesomeness as you age no thanksgiving christopher columbus murdering all the indigenous peoples okay look at that even thanksgiving like literally christmas is the only one but every other christmas holiday ain't it's that like, great either wait christmas is christmas consumerism no killing not the planet consumerism. Man, that, that's the only reason your, why the only revolutionary marxist into not that. The only reason why Christmas turned into a religious holiday is because Christian people were seeing all of the like quote demonic practices Paganism. and they were like, nah, you can't have this. And the people were like, Well, we're gonna celebrate anyway. And it's like, Well, if you are, it's gonna have to be about Jesus. And that was that's kinda how it started. So, Let me ask you guys some question. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. So you actually raised a very interesting point, which I, I was actually thinking about this all week because I knew this was the topic we were talking about. And I was like what exactly? Okay, first of all, did you already say what the topic was? Yeah, purity culture. Yes, you were. Okay, so no, I, I, I <laughs> glad, 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 to, glad you. So I can no, take the is, job because I was listening. But here's the thing: I was thinking, like, like just like, what does purity culture have to do with Valentine's Day? But I think, like, yeah, like it, it just didn't click at first for me. I'm like, what? Did, did it ever click for you, Emil? It seems like it still has a click. <laughs> No, 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 has, no. I think, has there no, been a no, click think, at all? No. No, but here's the thing. No, here's the thing. I think when you talked about, like, 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 like the sex element and stuff, I was like, oh, okay, I can see that now. But, like, outside of that, like, I literally didn't click. At first, I'm like, I, okay. I, I, it didn't quite click at first. But, but I think when you talk about, like, the sex and purity culture thing, I think I started to see a little bit. Of, I started to see the link a lot more. Thanks. Hopefully, listeners are a little sharper this morning. <laughs> <laughs> dude, dude, dude! I've been thinking about this all week. Like, I know. Even a I've been thinking Which about is, this all it's week. Which is actually stunning. It took you that, that long. It took you seven days to figure this out. I literally, I literally only made the full length three minutes ago. And most yeah. people, most, most well, okay. About. Well, to to, to explain oh, no. to the listeners, because I guess maybe oh, no. the association isn't obvious as I thought. Um, and we're gonna get deeper into the conversation about purity culture, but but you know, I I thought it would be a good a good. Uh, Okay, I'll admit it's not the strongest link, but you know it has to do with like relationship, sex, love, um, which which is a big part of what Valentine's Day is. At least now that I'm an adult, when I was a kid, Valentine's Day was literally just like chocolate and candy hearts and cards, um, 
STDs were, that were on the radar at all. But uh, <laughs> not saying that they're on the radar that? now, but I'm just saying. Moses, they should be taking care. Did you guys do that thing when you were kids for like Valentine's Day? Just kidding. We're like, right. we're like, you have to make like those little mailboxes that go in front of your desk, and then you have to give a thing to every single person. You guys have to do that. I was cool? homeschooled. Uh, yeah, I yeah. Didn't have to oh yeah, Stephanie was homeschooled. Oh dang, man. Yeah. Rough. If, Actually, maybe If not. I had a homeschool event around Valentine's Day, there was no obligation to get everyone everything. It was like. Oh, because yeah, homeschool okay. kids still hang out with each other, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. if there was cohorts, an event. Okay, yeah, if there is a homeschool event Bubbles. around Valentine's Day, there was no like you have to get something for everybody. But some kids did, and I was always like, "Thanks, I didn't get nothing for everybody." I think maybe one time, my mom sent me to school with like a tray full of cake. But- cake? Wow! <laughs> someone does. Someone doesn't understand how Valentine's Day works. <laughs> Nope. It was like Great. but it was like individually wrapped, really cute oh, cake. My oh, mom, okay. Yeah, oh, it was okay, like, okay. I thought it was just like yeah, a giant like, like birthday cake. No, it's like happy Valentine's Day. It was like individual wrapped cakes. And I was just like, What if her birthday was not Valentine's Day, man? Oh, well, My birthday wasn't. Not a Valentine's she would have said something about that. Yeah, I yeah. would have said something. <laughs> <laughs> you know, did it click for you? Uh <laughs> Yeah, but but I thought uh, it would be obviously a good topic uh, to have today, um, and and yeah, like I said before, Stephanie brought it up, and I thought it was interesting, um, and so I thought it'd be great to have her on the show, and especially just because yeah. she brings that different perspective. Um, but you know, I, okay, it's been brought to my attention that I, I literally start every conversation with this with like a definition. But uh, in this case, I think it's it's super important because purity culture is one of those things where I feel as though if you grew up in the church, your understanding of it is probably very different from someone who grew up maybe outside of the church or didn't grow up with it at all. Because I, I, mean, I guarantee you there's people listening to this like, what do you mean purity culture? What are you talking about? Um, and so... Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll pose this question to you, Stephanie, because because you originally brought the idea. But when mm-hmm. you talk about purity culture, like what do you, what exactly are you thinking of? Because I have an idea in my head, but I, I want to see where you're coming at this from. Um, what I think about mm-hmm. is is a lot of things. I think about like womanhood, how I'm supposed to act like a lady, my mm-hmm. dress, um, how. If I have sex with somebody, I'm gonna be like a used car, and nobody will love me ever Chewed again. gum, not even and used I'm car. And I'm gonna get distant gum. from God. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then I start getting frustrated because I'm like, how come men aren't held accountable for their actions? Like it's always, it's always the woman seduce the man, and never the man seduce the woman, or the man put himself in a compromising position like a dude just from this side of the fence because i've never been a man in church but from this side it seems like a guy could walk right into a strip club like have sex with five people and everyone will be like oh this poor man satan has trapped him what Mm -hmm. will ever will we do but if i'm the one on the pole it's like she's lost it's not oh she 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 ain't got no money she's trying to find a job it's not, what would you do if your son was at home lying on the floor with the bed when he's hungry? It's not that. It's, 
ah, she's lost. The devil has took her. Yeah. It's like, we don't get treated the same. Yeah. Honestly, and I, I think that, that strikes on a really good point. Like the, the, I feel so basic for you saying double standard just because it's one of those things that gets thrown out for like everything. But, but, but it's I not think, even a double standard. It's like completely different standards. Yeah. 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 And, and, uh, I, yeah, the, the, the yeah, I, I, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll use double standard just because that's the phrase that comes to mind. But yeah, you're making a good point about how women are held to a certain standard. A lot of times, maybe feels as though men are held to a lesser one or, or not one at all. Um, but, but yeah, like I, I, I think my general understanding of purity culture, and I'm saying this as someone who we've talked about this before the show. I feel as though I've only really brushed up against it. And like, I've like, because I grew up in the church, like I was there and thereabouts when people were telling women (laughs) how to behave. Um, But it was never, I don't feel those ever like directed at me um, per se, but, but just from, just from the things that I've seen and heard and like conversations I had with people. And like, I went to a Christian school, so we had that too. Um, Kind of like our, our sex ed was just telling us not to have sex. Um, And so, yeah, it's, for I guess for anyone who still just maybe is unsure about what exactly it is, I think the simplest way to sum it up is just like the the very conservative, especially Christian understanding of like sexuality. So like you know abstinence before marriage. Um, you know Stephanie talks about like modesty, so you know like not wearing like quote unquote skimpy clothing. And you know, yeah, but modesty is only for women. Yeah, they can have their whole chest out during soccer games at church, and I'm supposed to be like oh. I don't see this. Yeah, okay. We, we got a serial offender on this podcast, man. But <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Well, Emil, why why are you offended, man? I didn't say any names. Why Emil, why are you acting all offended? No, no, no. no. There's Emil, only two been, of us. You've been real quiet here. up to yeah, but I I, I could have been talking about me. Also, lit- no, no, literally, people. I would get so angry at every church, <laughs> every church soccer game and church basketball game. I'd be so angry because I'd be like, how is this allowed? I can't have a little bit of cleavage, but you can have your whole chest out. And I'm supposed to be like, like, that's not allowed. How is that fair? You're telling me they I tempted have- somebody because you saw my knee, but I'm seeing this man's whole chest and nobody's protecting me no one's like hey you're tempting the women put your shirt on no one no one wants to say well, this I, I just think most i think it, honestly i feel as though most men they don't just, have alternate jerseys man no i don't <laughs> they, care they just don't have pennies so. i don't i don't care kids. look me in my eye when i tell you i don't <laughs> care it's not fair because you're pretty much erasing women's sexuality it's like ah women don't get aroused so men do whatever you want women don't because you're gonna arouse the men First of all, you're See, xing I, out gay men, and second of all, that's not true. I actually, I actually heard, I've actually heard a sermon where a guy literally said, I think something along the lines of, um, he's like, yeah, he's like, I know, I know, I know, I know. With anytime we talk about modesty, it feels like there's a double standard. But let's be honest with ourselves, women are not as sexually aroused as men. The guy literally that's said that true. in the church. The man, and the man, he's literally said arousing or as aroused. Aroused, aroused and, and, and so he said because he said because he said men are men are more visual and as a result there's certain things that men that there's certain things that men can't handle and so as a result he says the guy says That's like i know true. this double standard the guy said i know it's double standard but it says i know it feels like this double standard but it only exists because men and women 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 are women are more attracted to ideas men are more attracted 
That's not <laughs> women's true. Bodies. If that were true, Michael B. Jordan wouldn't be out here having everybody's thirst. That's not true. Good idea. Yeah, he's a big brain. Go away. I'm dead. But um yeah, I don't know. As 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 you can see, um you know, yeah, I, I think I'll I'll just hop into the next point about it because it, it, it kind of fits here. Um but you know, now now we talked a little bit about what purity culture is and yeah, especially just like that very rigid understanding of I'll just say sex. But it, there's more to it than sex, but it all really boils down to how you make people like either having sex or making people want to have sex with you um, or thinking about sex and pretty much like the very, I guess, um, conservative ideology within the church of just, you know, keep a wide berth of anything sexual um, um, until until the day you get married. Um, but we're going to get to that. But <laughs> have you have you um, have you guys have you guys have you guys read that story? I think it was a satire thing. It's like the guy. The, the guy the guy and the girl the, the guy who's like oh even after we got married i still wanted to stay pure and so we haven't had sex three years into our marriage it's like anytime i think about sex i go eat and i i i go into the bathroom and i eat and i, and I take a bite on the bar so <laughs> see that's so like i know it's satire but that type of thinking is ridiculous to say that what? like you're impure, that type of thinking is ridiculous. Oh, ridiculous! Well, I said wicked. No, I didn't say wicked. wicked. I said of the devil. I'm <laughs> <laughs> satan. That that thinking is ridiculous because to say that having sex will make you impure is to say sex is bad. Yeah, and you cannot train someone from like birth. Until like when are people getting married now? Twenty eight, twenty nine ish, thirty five. Okay, so that's like a long time of telling someone that this is bad, this is bad, this is bad. And then when they get married, everyone's throwing, as I said before, like everyone's throwing lingerie at you. They're making sex jokes. They're telling you to have babies, and you're like, wait, wasn't wasn't this bad? Mm-hmm. Yo, I, I. So now I, you want me to sin? What? What? I, I emceed, I emceed this guy, I emceed one of my friend's weddings, like, was it a year, two years ago? And um, it's so interesting because one of the things that, like, the co-MC did was, like, we're going to, we took advice from every single table, like, advice from every single table, and we made, like, a little, like, song from them. And so it was really crazy going through all the advice from all these old people. Almost all the advice was sex related. Like almost all the yes. advice was like sex related. I'm like, like, wait, what do you mean? Like, it was chill, like positions. Man. Like, yo, you should use nah, like. No, no, it wasn't like that. It was, it was like more like ah, get busy. Ah. Like, like you know, like, it was, like it's a lot of <laughs> it's a lot of stuff like um like stuff I've heard at Christian weddings is things like, hey, if your wife gets mad at you, you know, wash the dishes and stuff because if she gets mad too long, she's not gonna give you that. You know, you know, she's not gonna give you what you want. And I'm like. That Punani. <laughs> what? And then what also makes me mad? I be sitting. Listen, I be sitting. I be sitting in these like weddings, in these wedding pews, being like, mm, Stephanie, don't protest, don't protest, because when it gets flipped to the woman, it's always like, hey, be nice to him, be sweet to him, give him sex when he wants it, blah blah blah. And I'm like, what if she wants the sex too? <laughs> it's not just something for him. What if she wants it? She deserves pleasure too. 
I'd be mad. Yeah, right. I, I guess. I'm like suppressing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. You said I'm... allegedly. I'm dead. I'm dead. <laughs> nah, man. See, this is why we need Stephanie out here. Cause... <laughs> Listen, I ain't doing meal, nothing man. on a Friday night. Give me a job. Hire we're, me. We're, we're, um, I was going to say Keep we're low-key misogynist, but we're... Unintentionally, yeah, yeah, yeah. unintentionally, yourself, unintentionally. Bro. I love Be women. I, women no, are some of I my understand. favorite people. I, I am very- <laughs> <laughs> honestly, okay. <laughs> Jokes aside, honestly, Moses, I feel like a lot of men are unintentionally like that. Yeah, because it's not like, yeah. like it's kind of like privilege. Like mm, you know, not all white is, people yeah. are racist, but you're not used to checking allegedly the same way. <laughs> No, I'm kidding. I love white people. The same way a person of color is used to checking. So you're not racist. You just don't live in this world. So I feel like it's similar with men. Not Uh all men are like sexist and misogynist. It's just you don't have to do these extra checks. Yeah. So, you know, okay. You know, you don't know what you don't know. I'm going to throw out the script a little bit here because you said something a couple minutes ago, which I thought was actually kind of interesting because you mentioned, okay, obviously. Obviously, we all have, like, a lot of, like, angst around purity culture. Some of us more than others, because I think some of us have been inundated with it more than others. Um, But, Stephanie, you mentioned how, like, okay, people are getting married, like, what, 28, 29? And and realistically, it's it's older than that. People are getting married 30, 31, 32. like, Like, people are just generally pushing marriage further and further and further. Mm -hmm. This is a conversation I've had with Emil before. Because it's, like, I feel as though the the contemporary idea of of getting married later because the thing is like historically i remember i don't remember who it was talking about but like historically marriage was like the first thing you did in your adult life so people would like leave high school get married and then they go to university then they go find their career then they get a job so like you begin your adulthood as a married person whereas we've kind of inverted that and we're like I'm not going to get married until I've graduated, got all my degrees, got a steady flow of income, maybe even bought a house, and then I'll go find someone. And so, like, now mm-hmm. we have a situation people getting married, like, in their 30s. So, I'm like, okay, so that, that, that's that's the more contemporary understanding of, like, when you should get married. And so, I remember, I, I, like I said, I've talked to Emil about this, but is it even possible for that idea to coexist with our, with, like, I don't want to say our, because it makes me sound as if I'm... I'm like the dean of purity culture, but I mean like with the churches, <laughs> with the churches like understanding about sex, we're saying you have to wait until marriage because now, because if you look at that practically, I think it's possible. No, 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 but but, but, but hear me, hear, hear me out, hear me out. I'm about to drop a bomb here. Okay, drop it. I'm ready. But, no, but but here's the thing, because the thing is when you look at that practically, if you marry those two things together, what you have is people wasting their sexual prime. Like your twenties, oh. your twenties are are like you know like theoretically it's the, this is the horniest you'll ever be. Your body that's is like make a baby, make a baby, make a baby. But <laughs> these these old people in the nursing homes are passing around STDs. Big Google it. Yeah, but, the, but that's not people the, be getting it. But in. that's just because they're sloppy. Yeah, but those <laughs> but those guys. Those guys those, <laughs> My point people, is they're getting people, it in. Uh, Our point Stephanie, is old they're not people. practicing basic guys, hygiene. Some of those guys aren't I, even aware of what they're doing. That they're getting it in. No, but they're not even aware of what they're doing. 
They are, so that's rape, Emil. I think they're aware <laughs> because if they're not, that's an assault. I don't know, and man. I, I, I used, well, I used I'm to work telling you, man. There's people who do yeah. some. There's people who. There's people who do some pretty wild stuff, and they literally aren't don't know what's going about, on. I'm talking about old people with old people, not like nurses attacking. Old, that's that's not consensual. I'm talking about consensual. Stuff. What are you talking about? Mercy, you okay? You spun this to the left, Moses. <laughs> Yeah, okay. honestly, I got to take control of this. Let's stop this. No one, no yeah, one wants to hear that's... about old people sharing STDs. This isn't the podcast for that. No, that wasn't people, my point. Honestly. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to derail. <laughs> I didn't bring that, man. <laughs> anyway, no, 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 okay, no, but, but, no, but but let me bring it back. No, but um, yeah, let's try to address this question. I have. I like, feel like I'm gonna address it. Uh-huh, I feel uh-huh. like I feel like sexual prime, like wasting a sexual prime. Okay, let me. No, but okay, but no, but is it possible to is it possible to stay absent that long? Sure, but I feel like you would have to like it would have. It's not practical. Like it's not practical. I I don't know if I care if it's practical. Dare I use that word? Because I feel like if you yourself want to wait until you find a partner and you don't find a a marriage partner until you're thirty two, go about your business. That's that's what you were going to do. But I think for anybody to try to enforce that, you're gonna have to like traumatize somebody. Enforce what? This is a natural force abstinence on someone for that long. Oh, okay. Like I, the and that's the thing. Like I, I don't even the feel... two can't go together. Uh huh. But that's the thing. Like and like I, I don't think it's even advisable because okay, like I'm not gonna say it's not possible, and I, I know people who've done it as far as I know. But I, I know people mm-hmm. who've waited, who've waited, you know, for until until they were 30, 31, 32 um, and they lost their virginity on their wedding night. But but here's my thing. Like if you're going to if you're going to teach something on a wide, on a large scale, you know, like this is our church's theology and we teach this to all our youth. Ideally, if you're going to give people some sort of directive or command, you want to make it as easy to follow as possible, as realistic as possible. You wanna you wanna appeal to the common denominator. Like you don't want you don't you don't wanna you don't wanna set a standard which only the only the exceptional among you can meet. Okay, no, here's my thing. Here's my thing. So I'm thinking to myself, wouldn't and, and the thing is there's a lot of churches that do this, and, and maybe it's just maybe the churches that we come from that, that don't do this, but wouldn't the advisable thing to be wouldn't the advisable thing be to encourage people to get married young if you're going to practice this whole abstinence thing rather I think than a lot of oh, let me tell you something i need to cut you off sure. and, and, and i'm i'm not even saying i support that necessarily I, like I said, we'll, we'll get into my views a little bit later but, <laughs> but like i'm making faces so hard moses because yeah. i disagree with what okay. you said no, but, i but disagree with thing, the man. notion that if you have a standard I disagree that you should make it easy for people to achieve. No, but no, but no. Okay, no but it's, I, it's, it's, it's a case but, of priorities. Okay, but you go, ahead. you go ahead. What I think should happen is like set the standard. The standard is wait until you're married. I agree with that standard. However, also let's let's be realistic here. A lot of you will not make it. Okay, because here's the thing. My original point was just that we have these two pillars here of like delaying marriage and staying pure. And my whole rationale is that nine times out of ten, one of them has to give. Okay, it's either you're 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 gonna delay your marriage, but the high likelihood you're not gonna you know quote unquote stay pure or whatever that means. Or Both gotta go. Or it's like if you really want to do this whole staying pure thing, 
you it's not it's not a good idea for you to be delaying your marriage if you really want to be abstaining from sex before marriage. And what I'm hearing from both of you guys, I mean, I see your hand, and I'm just gonna ignore it. No, I'm kidding. I'll, I'll get to it. But I mean, <laughs> no. But uh, but what is it? Um, what I'm getting from both of you is even though you guys were arguing, I don't think you were actually disagreeing. Like you both seem to be more or less in support of getting married young, if that's what I'm hearing. I mean, um, and, and, and for the sake of I, remaining pure. I would I like prefer- to get rid of that word pure in general. Okay. All right. Okay. Why? I'm interested. Because I feel sex. like... Unsexed. <laughs> well, I prefer the term Chase. unsexed. We should separate the people between the sexed and the unsexed. And if you have been sexted, you are not, just kidding. I go, when I grow up, I want to stay unsexed. <laughs> no, I was going to say I want to get rid of the um, the term pure. Is because uh-huh. I don't think, I don't think. I don't think there's anything, I mean, okay, not to bring in Bible verses, but it said nothing can separate you from God's love, right? So I don't think having sex is going to make you impure, sorry, or separate you. So we need to stop this, like, pure versus unpure. That's got to go, period. Well, okay, because God did, like, God. Mm, I mean, Jesus is God, depending on what you believe. Okay, so Jesus, (laughs) speaking to, you know... (laughs) Jesus speaking to that that prostitute that they that the Pharisees brought to him, he wasn't like, ah, she's impure. Let's stone her. He was like, this is just a human who sinned like all the other humans. So y'all the same. It is what it is. There is no, like, I just want to cut out the word pure, period. Cut it out. Here's the thing. Yeah, yeah, um, I, I, think, I, think, I think it's interesting, this idea. You, I actually made a note uh, on this. Uh, Moses, you yeah, mentioned, first, um, and I think, yeah, it's the first time I'm taking notes. Um, and here's the thing. I think, I think Moses... Moses, you mentioned something, and Stephanie backed it up. I, I don't know if Stephanie agreed with this, but you said that um, that it's 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 difficult for us to tell people who are essentially in their like in their sexual prime, uh, like their twenties and and so on. They idea like, oh, no sex until marriage, and throughout this time period when it's supremely hard, right? You mentioned that, right? Yeah. But like one of the but one of the things which I find interesting, which I think ties in with purity culture, is a lot of times as as kids, you're like, okay, it's hard. So what? This is Christianity. Christianity's hard. And so the thing is like that was my point when I said no. don't change the standard. Like keep the standard, no sex before marriage. Been keep the energy since, since grade seven. She's on it. No, people are like people are like people are like Oh, wait, like, wait, this. wait. Again, just because I'm hold just because I have the standard doesn't mean I'm gonna reach it all the time. Woo. That's my point. That's my point though. Like you only have to the miss standard once. is <laughs> Oh my goodness! You're done. You're no. irredeemable. <laughs> You've been sexed. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I'm He's all of a sudden like sex. red lights. I go on the red side of the room, yeah. and it's like no, 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 no. no but no, but, but like my thing, point is thing. like, thou shalt not lie is the standard, but everybody uh. lies, and we treat it like ah, it's okay. Do better next time. And I'd be like, that's how it also should be when it comes to sex. It should I, be no, like, but hey, the standard is don't do it until you're married. But if you do, hey, you know what? It's hard. I saw him. You know, he looked fine. I get it. It's hard. No, but no, no, but here's the thing. But but I feel like but I feel like that's one of that's one of the things about purity culture. Purity culture, I think, tells us that that like this idea, like 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 there are there's all these things in your body that's telling you, yo, I want to do this. But purity culture basically says, screw that, screw that, and just like keep powering through the idea of like yo pastor 
I feel I felt I feel horny today. I felt horny yesterday. I'm probably gonna feel horny tomorrow. What am I gonna do? Take a cold shower. I finished the cold shower. Nah, Passion, I'm still horny. You Take another grab cold the shower. Sex toy. I mean, <laughs> no, 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 but here's the thing. But I feel like one of the things with purity culture is the idea like, yo, it's difficult. But like you have to ignore everything that everything that your body says, and you have to do this thing. And if you fail to do this thing, then you're finished. And 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 and, and I feel like that's that's at the core of this idea of like the idea like you are. And I think you you push back against that the idea like your worth. Like I think we preach that a lot. Your worth is in your virginity. If you lose your virginity, you've lost your worth, and all this stuff. And it's just like wait, it, pastors it, were telling y'all that, like as men. Been, no, we just don't. No. Pastors didn't talk about it. No, 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 no. We just, oh, because I heard we, that preached to women. Yeah, I was just shocked. Yeah. yeah, no. What no, about no. the they whole, like, take a cold shower thing that was talked to y'all? Not to me. Or... There was someone say it once. <laughs> what? I, 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 oh. I, heard, I, I, I heard someone say that, like, that, like, that, like it's, hard, it's hard to stay horny when you're cold. I've heard someone say that. That's just so messed up. Um, like, that, I don't know. That doesn't even make sense <laughs> biologically yeah. have you, have at you, all. Have, yeah, no, I, I don't know. I just thought, like, yo, I, I've heard that. Okay, so from my sure perspective, um, I thank you. I was just thought it was interesting hearing the dude's perspective about cold showers and stuff. Because from the women' perspective, um, as I kind of hinted at before, mm-hmm. the idea of a woman having sexual desires was not talked about at all. It was always seen as like either a woman is like waiting to give this gift to her husband. Or she was Jezebel and she was out here prostituting. It was never like, what if the woman who's trying her best to wait and give this gift to her husband also wants a gift back? Like, what if she's also feeling the feelings? No one ever addressed it. (laughs) No one ever addressed it. And to this day, at 26 years old, I'm still mad at church people acting like, oh, all women have to do is just deny men's advances. So I'm like, what if I'm the one making the advances? What if I'm the one out okay, here like, here's, here's, hey, I'm trying my best to I not a, holler I, I, at this I have a dude. He's looking question. real fine. I'm going to try not to. Yes. Okay, Emilia. Yeah. <laughs> I have a question for Stephanie. Stephanie, do you, do you still believe that, um, do you still believe that sex, sex is a, sex outside the context of, uh, outside the context of marriage is a sin? Do you still believe that? Uh yeah. Okay, so 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 that means so that means that means still elements of purity culture that you still hold. That's on. that's actually yeah. That was a question no, ask her. not really, because as I said, just because I think it's a sin doesn't mean I think you're impure if you do it. I have a no, problem no, no. With that. Okay, yeah, no, maybe, no, okay, maybe, I, no, I said maybe, maybe no. Here's the thing. Maybe like Stephanie nah. said, maybe we should uh, we should ditch the word purity because I think it, it brings up a lot of connotations with it. But but I think what yeah, because if. If you're, I feel like if, if having sex out there, okay, uh, how like biblically can I get? <laughs> no, you can do whatever you want. It's just the podcast. Don't okay, cool. Yeah. Biblically speaking. Trust me, yeah, we are, we're, we're in the Christianity section. Okay. <laughs> no one's going to be alarmed biblically, when we talk about the Bible. <laughs> biblically speaking, yeah. you're a sinner, period, because you're outside of God's original design. So sex outside of marriage is outside of God's original design. Where you already are. Do I think that you're better or worse of a person if you have sex outside of marriage? No. You just, like, it just so what's is the point? what it is. 
What's the point? What do you mean? Okay, What's no. The point? So, so here, so here, like, here, expand on that question. Okay, no, okay. no, no, I, no. I, I, I think okay. I can, I can, I can try to expand on it. This is, a, hey, this man, is something. Thanks, thanks, thanks for mansplaining. Yeah, I'm kidding. Yeah, well, if it's just me and you, mansplaining a man, it's all about so being the no, alpha no. male. No, 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 no. Here's the thing, Stephanie. Stephanie, shut up. Shut up. Just because you're a ladder, Mike. Emil, shut up. Hey, hey, brothers, brothers, let's not be mad at each other. Over me. No, here's the thing, Stephanie. What I'm saying is this: What is if 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 What's the point then? Like, like I don't understand. Like, I don't understand what's the point of then, of if if you don't think it's that big a deal, what's the point of why is it beneficial to wait until you're married to have sex? That's a good question. I don't think to say it's not that big of a deal is not what I was trying to explain. Um, I think the point of Christianity in general is to just stay in relationship with God, and in this relationship with God. Like in all relationships, there are boundaries and rules. That's just how all relationships are. If I don't like broccoli, don't put broccoli on my plate. That's just our boundary between me and my partner. If I don't like being called by a certain name, don't call me by that certain name. That's just the boundary. Mm. That's just what it is. So I think in the relationship between a Christian person and God, um, you should do your best to be pure. Is God going to be like, nah, I'm breaking up with you. You had sex. Nah, I don't think that's going to happen. That's what so? I mean. Because I, so, I feel no, like but, purity but, but, but culture, at least for me, was preached that if you have sex outside of marriage, God's cutting this relationship off. He's like, mm, nah, we ain't friends no more. You but cross the line. Stephanie, do you, believe, Stephanie, do you think there's benefits in waiting until marriage? Absolutely. I think there's benefits. What, what, what benefits? I think the benefits is... Um, Okay, I think sex is something that's like super intimate and super vulnerable. And if you are in a relationship with someone who's committed to being with you, then that's a better experience. Because as much as like these days, the one night stand thing is hyped up, intimacy is better when you're with someone who one, loves and cares about you, and two, is going to learn you and cares about your pleasure. The one night stand human is just here to like to catch this O and go home. The person who's dedicated and said that I'm going to live the rest of my life with you, they care about you and your needs and you care about them and you care about their needs. It's a better it's a better experience. So but I, but but I but but, but I don't think you need I, I, I I'm sorry. Sorry. I'm sorry. I just I just want I just want to hit a certain point. Um what but Stephanie, I I, I don't think someplace. <laughs> No, but here's the thing. No, but Stephanie, I actually don't think, based on what you're describing, you're talking about someone who's committed, someone who's committed to to being with you. You don't need marriage for that. I I would low-key, high-key agree. I feel like, I say low-key, high-key agree because it depends on how you view marriage. Because, again, I'm sorry. I'd be so churchy, y'all. Again, biblically speaking, there was Stephanie no one out saved, here like... people. Don't, don't, don't get it twisted. <laughs> there was no... I, I'm safe-ish. You know, I'm doing my nah, best. Actually, that's like true. Saved. I feel like everyone... I'm, okay. I'm not. I'm really not. What's don't wrong with being saved? You trying to go to hell? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> I'm not trying yo, to go I'm to hell. I'm trying to be saved. That's a compliment. That's a compliment. I'm, I'm, I'm not saved. trying to... Okay, I'm not taking it. I'm not taking it as an insult. I'm just also trying to tell the truth. Because, again, okay. I just feel like connotations. I feel like when you say yeah, yeah. something yes, like, oh, this person is saved, it's like, oh, this person is perfect. And let me tell yeah. you what Stephanie is not. Yeah, but that Stephanie, is perfect. Could you, could you, could you, could you explain that one? Oh, yeah. So about marriage. Um, I mean, I don't think you have to sign a contract 
with the government to to be married uh, spiritually. I don't think you need a church ceremony for that. People because, are Because, I mean, Adam and Eve didn't get married. They just had sex, and God was like, okay, cool. Hear that, so. hear that everybody? Stephanie, you, you have opened a lot of doors for a lot of people. I'm not trying to... Okay, why, why pay, pay $10,000 to rent a wedding hall? You can just... I'm, I'm not one of those girls who are out here trying to have $10,000 weddings anyway. Yo. I mean, I just want me to look good, and I want my man to look good. So I'm going to dress nice. You dress nice. Let's walk down this aisle and do it. And then have a nice party. I want a nice party. But anyway... Um, Nice the party, aka ten thousand dollars. <laughs> Not ten thousand dollars. No, all I need for a nice party is good food and good music, and that ain't nothing but an iPod and a trip to the iPod. nearest Caribbean food store. People still have iPods. Just, just give me, give me a Spotify playlist. I'll fill it up with my favorite songs no, no, please, and Stephanie, get Stephanie. me the nearest Caribbean food store. That's Stephanie, that's good I... food and music. I understand. I understand, like what you're saying, but the thing is, like, here's the thing, because, like, I'm, 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 I'm sort of, I'm sort of balancing that with what, with what we grew up, like, being taught at church. The idea of like, this is what marriage looks like. But here's the thing, basically, according to what, you, and 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 you can, you you can, you can feel free to disagree with me. But from what I understand, what you're saying, you're saying that if you're in a committed relationship with someone, even if, even if, let's say, hey, I'm, I'm just, I'm just living with them, and I'm committed to them, like I love them, and I'm committed to them. And we've and we we've been through it, we've been through it thick and thin. We're not married. We're not we're not even legally married. Not married in front of a church. None of this. I'm just we've been through it all together. And I love this person. And we live together. Then there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. That that's basically no. marriage. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what you're saying. That's what I'm saying. I mean, Definitely I wouldn't do it. I, I, I wouldn't do it. I want the ring and I want the nice wedding. And I would like to have someone 10, legally as my, as my like. Why though? So why, I, would, why wouldn't you do it if you think it's okay? Oh, it's not because it's not. It's not. I, I don't want to do it because I don't want to do it. Not because I think it's wrong. Because I just, I want the pretty ring. I want a nice wedding. And I want to know that if you are in a coma in the hospital, I legally can come in there and be like, nah, don't pull out the plug. So, so like, you know, so, I want those legal right, rights as a wife. This man, as a, nah, a $200,000 nah, life insurance policy with my I name said, on it. no, don't pull out the plug. <laughs> no, 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 but, but Stephanie, but Stephanie, so, so it sounds, so, so it sounds like for you, um, for you, the purpose of a conventional marriage, you, you just like the Security. tradition of it. No, it um, seems like it's, it's, it's I like I like the tradition and I also like the security cuz I mean No, but no, but, but anybody that, no, but can, like, anyone can say like to go with what you said. It's very easy to walk out of a I'm not married, I just love and I'm committed to this person and we live together. It's it's much harder to get out of a legally bonded marriage and I'm not saying I'm trying to trap somebody to stay with me forever. I'm just saying it forces you to think because it's so much extra steps it forces you to be like, "Hey, do I actually want this divorce or could we figure it out? And I'd rather be in that situation because I don't want a divorce. I want to have a partner forever and ever and ever. I'd rather be in that situation than be in the, we just live together. So this ain't nothing but packing up my stuff and leaving. Okay. So, so, so basically, so, so I'm trying to understand this once again. So your thing is um, for you, also the legal all, security all, for I you, want all for you in your mind, like the way you look at scripture and what God's intention for a relationship and sex is, is the idea that God wants us to have sex within committed relationships. 
you personally yeah. want a marriage God didn't design for some the of the things. Contract. No, 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 no. You personally want it. Well, you personally want to get married because of all the uh, of all the perks that come with it. But the thing is, yeah. but, but you don't. But you don't look at it as like as marriage is necessary in order for you to have like. So so when I say so when I say, do you think marriage outside of, I mean sex outside of marriage is a sin? You're talking that when I when you say yes, we understand you're saying when you say marriage, what you what you mean is not what we think of marriage, but rather just a committed relationship. Yes. So that so so sex within a committed relationship, even with people who are not technically married, is not a sin. No. And I feel like I should also define, or not me, I shouldn't define, but as a whole, people should define what it means to be committed. Because there's lots of people that are like, we've been together for um, like seven months. We're so committed. And I feel like you need a little more than that. You know, I feel like you need to be sure, sure that like, But that's between like the couple, I guess. You got to ask yep. questions like, for okay, what okay. reason would I, you leave me? You know, like- is it as simple as I got bored? Or is it like, if I get bored, I'm going to say, hey, this relationship is getting boring. We need a date. We need a vacation. We need something because I'm not leaving. Like, you know what I mean? Okay. I feel, I feel as though we've been grilling Stephanie a little bit. So I'm, I'm going to flip it on you. I now. don't feel grilled. It's okay. I know. but I, You said this is an audition po- process. So I hope everybody listening yeah, is I'm like, not, oh my I... gosh, I love Stephanie. <laughs> Keep her on the podcast. She was talking so much. Yeah, let us know, man. Let us know. I'm wondering how do you, how do you respond to that? Because, okay, the reason why I, I was so interested in going down like this specific avenue was to take it all the way back even to just that that initial question i had about the, you know we have these two pillars of delaying your marriage and not getting um and and not having sex before marriage and like yeah. in, in my opinion one of them has to give and you guys both said like you 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 would you support the idea of getting married young um so that you can so that you can uphold that pillar of not not having sex before marriage and so, like, in a situation where you have these two things you have to sacrifice, you chose to sacrifice, you know, the idea of delaying your marriage. So, And so the question I was going to ask and I was wondering about then is, you know, when we talk about, I'm not going to call it purity culture because, like I said, that word purity has got a lot of connotations with it. But I'm just going to say um, the the way we were taught about sex in church, it seems as though the core message of it, which is that you shouldn't get married before, you shouldn't have sex before marriage we don't have an issue with that. It's more so just the way it was taught, you know? So with all these other things around it, like, you know, the way we were taught about modesty, the way we were taught about um, what would happen if you deviated from this path. And so it's almost like, like, I think the phrase is like, you know, it's like a nugget of truth wrapped in like a mountain of bullshit um, where we have this. Ooh, Moses cuss. It's not a cuss, not on TV. You can, you can say it on, you can say it on, on, on cable. Oh, um, ooh, Moses is living gonna, by the standards I, by, of the world that, and not you, the standards of the Lord. By you saying that, are you going to put the E on the episode? No, I'm not going to have to put it on there. It's fine. But um, no, but, but, but and, and, so, and so that's my thing. So, so my question is, so is it fair to say that you guys don't don't actually have an issue with the way with with okay what we were taught about sex in church? Your issue is just the way it was taught to us. So all those other things that were thrown onto it. But the core message of it. Is, is is fundamentally something you agree with. I have a question. Okay. For for both of you, because okay. I don't have any brothers. But how was sex taught to y'all in church? 
Um, man, that's the thing. Uh, I think we mentioned a little bit. Like, I, I don't know about a meal, but like, it was never it was never taught to me directly. Like, everything I, I ever heard about sex at church was sorry was um just because I was in the room, <laughs> you know. <laughs> like the the conversation wasn't directed at me. It's just they were talking, um, like they were just saying like, oh, you shouldn't have sex before marriage. Um, but I don't. I was never like sat down by a pastor an elder even my parents really um and like had the talk the closest thing to that is i went to a christian high school so you know during our health our health unit we had like a sex ed thing where they taught us about um you know like um you know red lights yellow lights green lights those kinds of things abstinence is the best form of birth control except my my sex ed class was 30 dudes so it was not productive at all <laughs> so like what about um so I, what about like men's groups and stuff did was sex brought up was there any like conversations i was never part of any of any or like groups, youth yeah. groups and such yeah um, no, not really here's the I, thing i, I think um, no sex education like from <laughs> From the church. Moses, think, i'm so sorry thing. everybody has um, failed you <laughs> seems yeah, like just yeah, everybody uh, has failed you uh-huh. I mean, oh, yeah, blame no. everyone. Blame everyone. But the thing is, uh, my I'm thing is, yes, I think, I think similar to Moses, um, I, I, I can't say there's like from from church and stuff there was a, uh, a sex education. Um, but one of the things I find interesting is I think Moses mentioned the idea of like the talk and stuff. Um, I think here's the thing. I, I, I personally am not a very big fan of this idea of the talk, like. If I if I if I have if I have children, I'm I'm likely not gonna have the talk. Uh, let me let me explain why. Uh, I mean, Wait, I love how I asked a question and Emil pulled a full politician. He's like, yeah. So this is the question I'm gonna answer. <laughs> no, 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 but no. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. My thing is this. I think. Um. I I I think I think one of the one of the one of the reasons why we don't have conversations about sex is in a way, in a way we. In a way, we're doing we're both trivializing it and also taking it way too seriously. What I mean by that is that yeah. um, I think like I, I feel like the problem with the talk is the idea of like you put the entire weight of educating someone about sex into a, one conversation where you basically say, hey, let's sit down. Let's talk about sex. And that's how you end up with these massive generalizations, because, you Birds know, I'm bees. never going to talk. Yeah. yeah, I'm never going to talk to you about this again. And so I want to make sure you get it now. But here's the thing. But I, I I feel like rather if we if we if we have a culture where we can talk about sex constantly, I would rather I would rather someone talk about sex constantly to the point that if you have a kid, your kid can come up to you and say, "Yo, this is what I'm thinking. This is what I'm feeling. This is what I see," and you can have conversations with them because you create a, a culture where you have those conversations. That's why I don't I don't like this idea of like we're going to have we're going to sit you guys all down and we're going to have a conversation about sex because because the thing is. As a teacher, I know that that you get nothing from that. From sitting people down and saying we're going to talk about one specific, super deep, heavy topic, but rather you get more if you're like, yo, throughout the course of me knowing you, we just develop a relationship, and I I I, I, I sprinkle stuff in there. We talk about it throughout, rather than just saying, hey, we're going to talk about it one time. And so, essentially, it's just short. I did not have a formal like sex education. Um, and honest, and however, I feel like obviously those informal, you were told certain things, you heard certain sermons, people threw a little thing, a few things here and there, which obviously I see now, I don't necessarily always agree with. 
but I but I feel like we need to personally move away from saying we're going to have a sex talk and rather saying we're going to create a culture where we can freely talk about this. I agree with Emil said what ah, English words, Stephanie. I agree with what Emil said, but now I've completely forgot my original question. And Moses, I forgot your original question. <laughs> my my original question was just like, is you, issue... you asked us. Yeah, I was, I was asking you both. I was just, I was just asking because it, it sounded like it's not that your issue was with the core message of what we were taught about sex in church, which is that you should wait until marriage to have sex. But your issue was just with the way it was taught to us. So all those other things that were tacked onto it, all these other little mm, rules, all these right. um, all these like impressions they gave us, like oh, you know, you're gonna be like a piece of chewed gum, and you know, you can't unchew gum. Gum is chewed. I is never chewed. heard the chewed gum. One. You know, that, you, you know what's what actually before, crazy, Moses? But you know what's um, actually crazy? I do you ever remember someone telling you to not have sex, explicitly telling you to not have sex until marriage? Like someone you know, not like. Not like a video you saw, but someone you personally know was talking to you and said, "Don't have sex for marriage." I actually never have never had anyone tell me. I've, I've heard it, yeah. Male privilege. Like someone I know, yeah, has never told me. Oh, it seems so Neil, good to be Neil, a this man. man. He's twenty years old. He's still <laughs> still waiting for it to click, man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, it's, um, it's, it's, it's that old thing. It's that old thing. You didn't tell me, so I so I, I never heard it. So I'm 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 guilt free. No, but but, but no, but, <laughs> but I don't think maybe crazy. maybe you have answered the question, but I I just don't remember it. So like I think my question is still there. So is it so is so yeah, your issue is just I'll with the way it. it was taught, not with actually the message behind it. Um, my issues with both, less so, less so with the message and more so with how it was taught. Mm. Um, unlike y'all, who it seems so good to be a man. Like yeah, wow. It seems like a good life, hey? You Higher just enjoy everything. <laughs> Shut up before I smack you. Okay. <laughs> um, because I went to, in almost every single youth group I've ever gone to in my entire life, mm-hmm. as soon as they separated it from, with, like, as soon as they separated men and women, yeah. the women's conversation was always... This is how you get a man. You know how you get a man? You sit in church, you do nothing, you dress modest, and then you just do nothing. You just be pretty. And he'll come up to you. And when he comes up to you, be nice, bat your eyelashes, talk about the Lord, don't open your legs, or then you'll just be like a cow. You don't want to give out the milk for free. You're not a cow. You have value. You give this stuff away. And I hate this whole give away. Like, yeah. What? Anyway, you Emil, give it Emil's away at a per person. at a price. You give it away at a price, and that price is a wedding. Oh, and I'm like, and I would be like, of course, the first couple of times you hear this, you're all excited because you're a little kid, and you're like, yeah, I'm gonna be the princess. I'm not a cow. Someone's gonna find me. <laughs> this is amazing. And then. And then I get older and I start clicking and I'm like, "Mm, yes, I am a princess. But also this princess would like uh, a prince to come to this bedroom once or twice. You know, (laughs) once or twice. This princess has done something. (laughs) Won't you visit my chambers, my lord? (laughs) (laughs) Please and thank you. Would you like to do it in the bedroom or on the couch? You have options. Okay, anyway. so that whole thing, that whole thing with like the seven hundred concubines, where you only have sex like once every like five years. It's gotta be good. So anyway, be so I was getting like, 
so as I was saying, like when you're really little, this sounds like a good idea. Mm. But then when, you know, hormones kick in and all this starts to get very annoying and frustrating because you are like, first of all, this doesn't work. Like you can't just sit there, look pretty and wait for someone to come talk to you. That's never going to happen. And you can't call because I was always the one who was out here talking to dudes and being like, listen, I find you cute. So I'm gonna come talk to you. That's what's going to be. And I wasn't directly but i was indirectly made to feel like no you're doing it the wrong way you act in a little jezebelish you better sit back down um especially since i got kind of curvy a little quick so dresses got tighter and people were like mm, why are you trying to get looks and i'm like i'm not trying to get looks i'm just trying to to wear a dress i woke up this morning i put on a dress and that was it <laughs> that was uh that was all my intentions there so it just it started to get a little nonsensical and crazy. And I would have preferred if the conversation kind of, as Emil said, was a conversation and not a talk that was repeatedly given to me the exact same talk. Mm -hmm. It was more of a conversation, a back and forth. You tell me something, I tell you something and we, you know, we have that nice okay. conversation. So it's so, OK. So it seems like we're kind of headed down. This was this is my last point, but I think it'd be a good point, good time to bring it up because we're, we're kind of going there. Um, but it's what's so what so what's the alternative? Because because like I said, so it seems as though like the the issue was with the way this was taught to us, not necessarily with uh, the heart of what was taught to us. So then, so what's the alternative? So how how do you go about teaching a generation of kids or or even your own kids? Obviously, I don't have kids, but I mean down Ooh, the line, not my kids. Maybe maybe yours and Emil's. Yeah, but. uh me and Emil can't have kids together, but um, for, <laughs> for some you're reasons. Funny. Uh, you're funny. You're <laughs> funny. Huh? You know the this about that, man, technology. but you're funny. Right. <laughs> that's, the only thing, that's the only thing holding you're us funny. back. The technology's not there. <laughs> but if it was, um, we, if still, it was. we still wouldn't have kids. Um, but, <laughs> um, that was real nasty, but no, you presented but, hey, it It's only nasty if you think way. about it. Come on, man. There's nothing going oh, through Oh, I'm sorry. Head. I'll just stop thinking. Okay. I'll just. Yeah. It's my fault. <laughs> that's the way to, that's the way to the kingdom stuff <laughs> stop thinking um <laughs> but, uh, no but no but uh, no but that's that's honestly my question here it's so how so what's the alternative because obviously the way we were taught about sex was was hella messed up and we could even say traumatic um and so what's the alternative how do you how do you teach a generation of, of kids or even yeah or even your own kids to wait to have sex and essentially for a while be fighting against their biology because their body wants to do this thing. So how do you teach them to do this? You tell them the truth. Okay, what's that the case? Okay, no, 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 no. Expand on that. What do you mean, man? What, what do you mean by that? Tell them the truth. What's this truth that, um, that you're gonna tell them? One of the thing, one of the major things that broke down purity culture for me growing up was when I found out how many older people that I used to respect had sex outside of marriage, and that were looking at me, being like, "You better not do it. You better not do it. You trying to go to hell? You better not do it." And I was like, "Ma'am, you did it." <laughs> like it would have been, I would have received that message so much better. Don't you feel that's going to really weaken your like argument? A, yeah, it would have been, I would have received the message a lot better if it was given to me like, hey, listen, I know it's hard. I did it. And this is why I'm recommending you don't. You know, mm -hmm. if it came to me, if it came to me like that, then I would have been like, ah, okay. 
it would have I don't know if it would have changed my perspective like a whole 180 but I would have received it better because I've always been a little bit of I've always been a little bit of that kid who has to try it out herself in order to learn like you tell me it's hot I'm gonna put my hand hover it over the stove first and be like hmm it does feel warm maybe they were right you know so it might not have switched me a full 180 but I might have done like a little delay I might have thought and be like hmm maybe there's something here maybe I shouldn't google Mm-hmm. Maybe they're right. Yeah, yeah. How about how about you, Emil? Do you like how to like how to dismantle? Not, not, I'm not saying dismantle you. I'm not talking about the patriarchy. Um, although maybe we are. Maybe this is just a faction of it. But uh, it's definitely a faction of it. Um, but no. But, but the question is: So, what's the alternative to purity culture? How do you go about if 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 let's uh, assuming that you want. To still keep the message of, or, or, you know, you don't think it's advisable to have sex before marriage. Maybe you don't feel that way. I don't know. But I mean, a, a, assuming that is the position, how, how would you, how do you go about teaching that without getting caught up in all the messiness that, that I guess we've all been caught up in? Yeah. Uh, here's the thing, man. I, I, I feel like when you, when you're trying to address that, um, if I was trying to talk to someone about that, I would, I would address it the same way I address anything. Um, any any spiritual or any like big ideas uh, for example like um, I'm gonna give an example of, I was talking to a student of mine and they were asking me about um, whether or not um, Saturday as Adventist is the Sabbath and so my thing was well why does God give us this why does God give us the seventh day or why does God tell us to rest well because he wants us to rest the logic behind that is human beings are not made to constantly work we need time to rest and i told them well you understand the logic behind that if you understand the logic behind that whether or not you keep saturday whether or not you keep saturday the sabbath or sunday the sabbath wednesday the sabbath doesn't really make a difference you understand the logic behind that and so i feel like if you apply that to anything let's say for example marriage right so if if someone was to ask me um why why do you think why do you think marriage is best in the context of of uh, I mean, why do you think sex it's best in the context of marriage. Um, my thing is, I think similar to what Stephanie said, is the idea of I think I think marriage is the highest the highest form of commitment that we is, mm-hmm. that we have in our society, and because it's the highest form of commitment, when you're doing something, think about this. Like I can't think of any mm-hmm. other act that you do with another human being where you are literally naked. Like they literally know everything about you. And so my thing is that if you're going to enter such a such a if you're going to enter something with extreme vulnerability, I would it would be a good idea logically to match that with something with extreme commitment. And so here's mm-hmm. the thing: I, I feel like purity culture, like many things in our faith, is not very logical. It just says certain things, but does not explain the logic behind that. Like even, like even like um, like even the modesty thing. I feel like the modesty thing is not it's not logical because the idea of all oh, women have women men essentially men have sex drive. Thank women you for don't. bringing like, that up. Right. And, and so and I just feel like with any part of purity culture, one of the things if I had children, I'll teach them is like, yo, let's think about the logic behind this, because the thing is, like any part of our faith, God is reasonable. God is a God of logic. He doesn't give crazy, on, kind of crazy demands. God is reasonable. He ain't out here stupid. Sorry, the churchiness in me pops out every now and then. You, and you were saved, man. <laughs> 
Yeah, no, no, and, no, and that's the thing. Like, and, I, and I feel like, and I feel like for me, for me, my thing is rather, rather than, rather than, let's say, because to be honest, I don't have kids, and I can't tell you exactly you how you do this, and you do this, and you do this, and you do this. What I can say kids, is that but you got kids around you. I don't have kids I know of, but like, but <laughs> the thing is, hey, no, somebody no, didn't lost wait track. This man lost track. <laughs> No, no, no. So what I'm saying, what I'm saying is this. Out here, impure. He's been sexed. No, but my thing is this. My thing is this. Honestly, I feel like I feel like if if you take that idea of logic and understanding the logic behind what you do, things. I feel like then at that point you can take any good elements that you want, um, and you can start and you can discard the things that don't make sense. And just like that's the thing, man. Live a life that makes sense. Just live a life that makes sense. That's my thing. Makes sense to who, though? To you. Just period. Just to you? Sense. Yeah. <laughs> no, but, but, the, but my ways are not God's ways. So if that makes no, but, sense no. to me, like... No, no, but here's the thing. To some people, thing. shooting Donald is, Trump makes sense, and I don't recommend man. that. No, so. but there is no command. I, and you guys can, can correct me if you guys think so. But in my understanding, there's no command in the Bible that God gives that that is that that is illogical. That literally doesn't make sense. Or, and it calls us I, to I do think, it. I think a better way to do it is like there's no command which isn't made with like your best interest in mind. Yeah, like yeah. Your, your best interest that's in mind. Way of your your it absolute because, best interest in mind. Because yeah. the thing, like when Jesus says, like, "Oh, turn the other cheek," which is basically, "Don't be vengeful. Let it go. Take care of your mental health." That's not logical all the time. Sometimes the logical response about? is, let me punch this fool in the face. You know what I mean? That's why I asked logical <laughs> to who. Because <laughs> right. if somebody punches me, my first logic is, I gots to punch you back. Yeah. It's not going to be, let me just forgive and, and move on. Let's t- <laughs> yeah. And I, I think, yeah, I, I don't think any of us here... Um, disagree especially on this last point but i, I don't know I, I think both of you in in your answers you kind of illuminated what the issue is with with purity culture and i think it's it's like as a church it's we've developed this culture where we're promoting purity for the sake of being pure like mm-hmm. we're just we're just holding up this thing it's like and and it's 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 interesting because we always make it sound like an object you know something which you're losing something which you're giving away something which is being ruined like we literally object it's only women who give it away yeah, men yeah, just obviously. get some men, men just women out here pillaging um but, <laughs> <laughs> but men get some women give the some yeah we, we don't get anything um yeah but i i think it's interesting that, that we frame it almost as like you know this thing which is being like handed over or or, or given away and it's like it's all just about it's it's all just about purity there's no discussion like you guys are bringing up of like okay we're saying this but it's because of the wider implications of what's happening when you're when you're in, engaging in 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 like you know in in, in in yeah in sex before marriage or sex outside of outside of a committed relationship that there are there are going to be repercussions on your emotional life on your personal life potentially on your on your health <laughs> Like, like, like that's something which be, like facts. it's so weird how like we never even talk about STDs even though it's like yo that's a big ass reason to <laughs> to to keep it no. to keep it to yeah. uh to uh they just say don't do it because you'll get pregnant yeah they, they just talk about pregnancy and but hell. they don't talk about contraception <laughs> literally it's pregnancy now but they don't talk yeah. about contraception because if 
if you like if all you think about is pregnancy in hell you can knock out the pregnancy one it's like all right yeah i'll just contraception now there's no more pregnancy now just pray god wasn't looking this one time (laughs) there was no no, but here's the thing like no but here's the thing i feel like one of the things with purity culture is um we got to talk about is um this like this stuff as 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 damaging as it is as much as it frustrates us it is it is actually a deadly ideology yeah. Like, like what, what, what I mean, by, yes. Well, what, what, what I mean by that. And I think, um, and I, I, I think this ties in with certain things that, um, that, that the kids are taught in church about like, um, being a member, being gay or being trans and so on is that when we, when we, when we, when we take this worldview and we push this worldview on people and we have no grace, we have no reason for what we're doing. Literally like, I was talking to I was talking to a colleague of mine. Like suicide among among kids in evangelical homes is through the roof, like yeah. through the roof. And and here's the thing, I, I and and that's why I feel like like I personally and you guys you guys who did might be different, but I personally, um, I can see now in hindsight there were certain things that I believed and was taught or was not taught which were damaging to me. Um, but luckily, luckily I. It, it, it's never it, it, it hasn't as far as i know had that level of impact on me but the thing is we have to understand i'm not trying to throw it on as a joke i mean literally if you were a gay yeah. man she was, this she was joking man who knows when meals are straight no no, and, no i'm and, just and, saying and, if you were a gay and, man this would have affected you differently if you were a trans man this would affect yeah. you differently but because yeah. you're a straight man all it is is don't have babies before marriage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and and here's the thing, and I feel like purity culture takes it an even step further because now let's say no sex outside of marriage, but what if but what if you're gay, and you can never have sex? What if you're trans? What if you're what if you're a lesbian? All this you can never have sex, and you're literally any sexual experience you have in your life is going to be a sin. And we end up putting people through this incredible mental turmoil. And literally, people mm-hmm. are dying, and so I and I feel like, like, sorry, I, I'm, 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 I'm I, as much as you want to keep good vibes. Um, sorry for taking us to this point, but the thing is, we want we, we want to realize that that this stuff this stuff has consequence, and it has massive consequence on people's mental health and people, as I said, physical health, and people are legitimately suffering. And so okay, my so, thing is this, so man. Th- okay. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I no, agree. no, 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 it no. My, my, mental health. No, my my thing is this: if you're in a position of leadership and you can, and 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 you are having these conversations with people, um, uh, my thing is, yo, definitely think about what it is that you're saying. Um, don't take it lightly. Really assess whether what you're saying is 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 in fact helpful to people or if you're just saying it because you're trying to regurgitate a certain party line and you feel like i have to do this okay here's here's my thing i mean um i I was planning on wrapping up but but you said something which i think um, would be important to address because i think the way our conversation was headed before you brought that point it was a good point but we were talking more so about reforming purity culture so taking so like, mm-hmm. like I said, we weren't necessarily talking about abandoning the messages we were brought up with the kids, but but finding healthier ways to communicate with them. You know, we talk about you know giving a wider picture, of the backstory, like what what are the repercussions that certain actions can have on your life. But it's interesting mm-hmm. because the way you frame it now, I'm wondering: is it about reforming it or throwing it out entirely? Because 
because I think because now you like I, 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 I want to hear what Emil says here because it's like because now I, I, yeah I think it, it says something in my perspective as a straight man that I the, the, the thought of, of like gay kids or or trans kids didn't really enter my mind and I realize how ignorant that was now but I mean yeah I agree now 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 that, now that we bring that that added layer to the conversation is it really about reforming this thing or totally throwing it out and just starting from zero um, I, I, I think, I think one of the, I think one of the, one of the, one of the activities, which, which I've done and I encourage anyone to do this. I think when it comes to a belief system that you've taken for a long period of time, um, I encourage you as much as possible, write down the things that the tenets of that belief and ask yourself, do I really believe this and why? Um, because like, I, and I think, I think we talked about this in our first episode of, um, fundamentalism. And we talked about the idea of like um, having a small set of beliefs um, that you hold tightly. And like I remember a while ago, I um, I was at home and I took out a piece of paper and I and I and I said I want to write down all the things I wholeheartedly believe about my faith and about God. I think I wrote down like two things, two two or three things, right? And so and so my thing is my thing is I I speaking for myself, um, I would say they are. I'd say the vast majority of what I've been told as part of purity culture, I don't necessarily believe anymore. So it's not even about reforming it then. It's just, it's just about. No, but no, but, building, but, but, but in a way, no, 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 no. But that's what I'm saying. But like, I guess that whole thing of like deconstructing and then rebuilding things. Like, yes, I, I, I do feel like what I believe now, someone look at it and say there's certain things of like what you, what you grew up with that you still hold on to. However, I would say like, that's more so a process of like saying, okay, these are the things which I were told, and I don't necessarily believe these anymore. And, you, and and we can go into and we can go into a lot of detail later on, or if we have time for this, of like the we, like specific tenets of purity culture, quote unquote, and see hey, do you believe this? Do you believe that? Do you believe this? Or do you believe that? But my thing is, sh- yeah, you can call that uh, reforming. This might have to be it, a two-parter. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. You you can call that reforming, and that you you are you are. Um, you are you are what you what you what you're holding on to has elements of that or you can call that creating a brand new thing my the the language for me is is not really that important but my thing is just like understanding why do i believe these things okay okay and the thing is i you know we are running a bit long but i'm interested in this i can i can edit out make it a little bit shorter but so then would you would you like to share then like what what you what you believe or you not don't want to we can um, I, I, I feel like, I feel like that, that is something which likely, like we had a part two for this because I, I, I want to write down thing for thing, but like, for example, like, let me give you an example, mm-hmm. like, like, um, oh, he's saying mm-hmm to this, cut this, is that, I, I, no, I, I, no, she's like, listening intently, man. Oh, okay. Yes, no, I, 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 I thought he's never had this that... before. He's never had someone listening. <laughs> no. I'm, I'm listening and I'm agreeing, I'm agreeing with, um. I like that you brought up the LGBTQ community. I did not even think about that before. I was too wrapped up in my own self. So my bad. So now thinking about it, I am leaning more towards throw it out, get rid of purity culture, but I'm hesitant to say that. And that could just be like latent salvation. No, no. (laughs) Well, I already hate the word purity culture. So, so what do I call this purity 2.0, I guess that, that I've created in my mind that we talked about re- before. Um, 
so now I'm like, I don't know if it needs to be revamped or if there needs to be like a two-parter because I just don't understand. I don't know. We already split it up men versus women. So now should it be split men, women, LGBTQ? Because what I'm thinking about as a straight woman, what I needed and what I think would be healthy for me, I don't know if someone part of the LGBT community needs that. So should there be three groups and then okay. come all together and have like a general, this is for everybody, then split up so everyone can, you know, get their feelings out, ask their questions. I, I'm just sitting in a state of, hmm, I didn't think about that. I don't know. Mm -hmm. And I'm also thinking, should we like pause and be like, hey, everybody, we're back. This is part two. Why do you need to go? We are at an hour and a half. No, it's okay. The episode won't no, be this it's long. It's been longer. There's, there's sections. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll make it short. Nope. That's, nope, that's no, why okay, people okay. were editing now. But <laughs> anyway. Okay, 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 okay. Here's the thing. Okay, let me let me tell you some things that I don't quite believe anymore or believe differently. Mm. Um, so, so, so I definitely, so I definitely believe that, um, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not in a position where I can call, um, sex between a committed couple of any sex. Did you say sexual orientation or preference or what yes, do you say? Sexual orientation. This guy's really yeah, putting, yeah, yeah. Putting, <laughs> putting on political speak, man. I'm not in a position to I, call. <laughs> Yeah, you heard that, eh? No, 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 no but here's the thing. Like, no, no, that's, that's what I'm saying. No, but the thing is, man, it's, no, it's, no, it's, 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 it's my worldview. But my thing is this. I'm not in a position where, like, yo, if, if, if you're in a committed relationship with people of any sexual orientation, I don't feel like I'm in a position where I'm going to say, oh, that's a sin. That's not. Right? So that's for sure. Um, I think I think it's interesting. I think it's interesting that you mentioned the idea of, like, just any committed relationship. I always, I personally always used to just say, up until literally this episode, I would say, oh, marriage is for the context of marriage. Um, but I think I've said that because it's just it's just been the easy thing to say. Um, if I was to think about what what marriage, what, being the purpose of marriage is, I think, a committed relationship. So I might have to definitely think about um, is is marriage, is, um, is sex specifically for people who are married and like husband and wife or people who are in a committed relationship. Um, when it comes to the pure, when it comes to the modesty thing, um, I think, um, this idea of, I don't think, and, and I think that's something that we, most of us or all of us share is the idea. I don't think every, I don't think a person should be held responsible for the actions of another person. So like how Stephanie dresses should not, your actions should not be, she should not be responsible for what you do, what I do, or how you dress. No, I should not be responsible. I mean, your, how you dress should not be should not you should not bear the blame or responsibility for what i do as a result of that so i definitely feel like this idea of like shifting the shifting the responsibility onto the wearer or the person who is who is like in in most cases the woman because what you're doing is i think i heard someone say that the problem with the modesty thing is that it turns women into objects first before people because 100%. you are and are you yeah, you're an object to tempt me before you are a human being. And so I feel like that definitely neglects the idea of the image of God because... 100%. Yeah, and so I feel like those are some of the things. But I think it would definitely take me having to sit down and just like write down all the elements of purity culture because to be honest, I'm not I'm not the expert on purity culture, but I feel like if I was to write down elements of it, then I could say, hey, I believe in this. I don't necessarily believe in this and so on. Mm -hmm. I think the elements of purity culture depend on... Because it's it's not a 
it's not 100% a biblical reality. It's like an opinion-based thing. So you could go to 10 different churches and get 10 different purity cultures. So it'd be really hard to write down all the points of it. Um, I agree with what you said about modest dressing. I think I hate the whole thing. <laughs> I feel like I hate the whole thing. Yeah. However, blank period, trying I just to make a stumble. However, however, here's the thing. However, I'm not trying to make I, anyone to make stumble, stumble because I feel like that's not possible. <laughs> I feel like I can't make you stumble. Like, do you go to the mall and see Victoria's Secret mo- models and be like, oh my gosh, like everyone just looks at the Victoria's Secret store, the, um, What's the other uh, one? I, 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 Everyone looks at the lingerie store, Lazenza, and they just keep walking. So if uh, I am in church dressed in a way that you're like, hmm, Stephanie's fine, either boss up and holla at me or look up? the other way. <laughs> let me, let me, let me. Let Those me, are your let, only let, options. Let, look the other way. Let me say something absolutely Or come over here and say something. Yo, let, let me you, say something. You just said absolutely interesting. This better be, <laughs> this better blow our minds. <laughs> wait, wait, no, I have no. one more thing. I have one more thing. Emil, what you said that I thought was interesting about how um, you don't think you can call it a sin. Now, I'm not saying you should. I just thought that whole concept was interesting. Maybe maybe our definition of like calling something a sin is different. Because I feel like if I, okay, to talk about the dress, if I'm dressing away and you think it's sinful, then you don't dress like me. <laughs> like, I don't think it's a problem for you to think something is sinful. Then, then you don't do it. Those are yeah, your boundaries. That's a biblical idea. I think it's not okay for you to be like, I think Stephanie putting her hair in a ponytail is sinful, so I'm going to go tell her. For what reason? Just don't put um, your hair in a ponytail then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I feel like one of the, I think like one of the things that um, I think maybe has been a, a benef- beneficial sort of, quote unquote, um, of purity culture is I feel like I'm not sure when purity culture emerged, but I feel like it, it might have been a pushback, to like the over sexualization of our world and like the over sexualization of our culture. Yeah, I think so. And so here's the thing like in the 60s. Yeah, like, yeah. like, 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 I, like, I, I think, um, like, like speaking from a, from the male perspective, um, like, I feel like we are, we are bombarded. And, and as, as, as I said, we can ultimately say, oh, it's the guy's fault. And, and you are responsible for reactions, and I totally believe that. But I feel like we are living in a world, and I feel like one of the benefits of purity culture, benefits of purity culture, is that we live in a world where we are bombarded with so many sexualized images that literally um, we are turning each other into sexual commodities. Facts. And like, and 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 like, like you even think of like. Like pornography, the pornography industry is booming, like bigger than any movie industry. Booming. Because the thing is, because because the thing is, we have literally turned each other into like sexual commodities. And I feel like one of the things that maybe we can, um, I'm not sure, I'm not sure where where purity culture um, gets this idea, but I feel like one of the things that we can definitely take from it is the the eternal significance of every person. So because the thing is, because when I, because when I, when I, when I, when I lose that, when I, when I lose that and it's just a free for all, then as much as, as much as, as much as I'm going to be responsible for my own actions, 
it's also not honoring to you. It's not honoring to women when I'm just like, I'm like, I, when, when we bombard ourselves with so many images that we just turn each other into sexual commodities. And so I feel like one of the things that we have to be very careful of as people, as, as people of faith is, um, though, 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 though I'm not going to be, though someone else not responsible for my actions, I definitely also have to make sure that I guard myself. And I know myself because here's the thing, Stephanie, like I know myself. I agree. I'm, I, I know I know certain things I can't be watching. Certain this things I can't dog. because I just no no because I no because things I I know I know me and so as a result I'm not I'm gonna be hey there's certain things that someone may be wearing something. I'm not gonna tell much you but I'm gonna walk out of the room because my thing is yo I, I know I know me and so I just feel like we have to we I, th- I think that I element think of purity culture might purity be purity culture too much credit. I don't think purity culture at least from my perspective I don't think it promotes um, responsibility seeing a man as as a man i think it definitely objectifies men because purity culture for women says men ain't nothing but sex wanting maniacs yeah so if you show your ankles they gonna come for you if you show so much cleavage they could come for you it's they they boil men down to just things who want to sleep with you and they don't yeah. talk about like they're they're nurturers too. They're providers. They're not even providers in financial ways. I mean, not always providers in financial ways. I mean, like they can provide comfort and companionship. They take all of that away and just go. He only wants sex. <laughs> so when you marry him, give him sex, and that's it. So I don't think purity culture up uplifts humans as like respect this as a human. It's more of like protect yourself because they're gonna come for you. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I yeah, think like, the new, I, yeah. the 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 2.0 sex ed in church should be one: know yourself, know your own boundaries and your own limits, and be confident in that. You don't have to be ashamed of that. And two: respect your fellow human. They are more than objects that give you pleasure. Mm-hmm. And especially and, 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 number one, being confident in that, because I agree there are. There are certain things that I know myself that I can't do. Like, for example, Game of Thrones. I watched season one, episode one, and never watched another episode again because I was like, this ain't going to be right for me. I'm, nah, this ain't my show. And I feel like I am confident in that decision, but I would encourage a younger person to be like, hey, if you can't handle it, you don't have to be like, "Eh, I'm going to keep up with the trend. Like, be confident in, nah, this isn't my thing. I'm going to go do something else or I'm going to watch something else or I'm going to wear something else, whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. That was good. That was, um, I think, I think that's definitely some good takeaways. Um, anything, anything you want to add most? Um, no, not really. I, I, I think the, 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 I will edit this episode down a little bit, but I think it'll probably still end up being our longest episode, but, but I, I I think um, we've mentioned a few times, but this might warrant a two-parter. I don't know if it'll necessarily be next week, but but there's clearly a lot of things I think we are all still figuring out, um, and and that we're all trying to you know gain a little bit of certainty on. I know Emil, when you brought up like like LGBTQ people, that was something which wasn't even part of the conversation, but I think it's really changed changed the di- the dynamic quite a bit. Um, so yeah, I think this is definitely, um, something worth revisiting, but I think, um, I think we're going to wrap it up there, uh, for this week. Um, I want to say thanks to Stephanie for coming on here, bringing, yeah. bringing a different no voice some different energy. Um, Stephanie, is there anything, is there anything, is there, where, where can people find you? What's, what are you up to? Just 
You're okay. Oh, to be honest, I was thinking of like this part too <laughs> and podcast topics and such because I'm a dedicated member of the team if you do want to hire me. But um, you can find me on all social media platforms at the Stephanie French, um, except for Twitter. Twitter, I'm at loud and proud, and that's L zero U D. P R O U D. Just type in Stephanie French, they'll see you, right? If that's your name. Uh, probably not. I don't have that many Twitter followers because I just like oh, you just started up. a new Twitter. So you're gonna have to actually put that at Loud and Proud, and it's at Loud and Proud because of that James Brown song. That's like I'm black and I'm proud. So I thought, you know, I'm loud and I'm proud. Okay. Yeah, so, so yeah, keep that in mind. You can find me um, all over. Uh, stay tuned for this EP that's dropping. You can check out my single in tune. Um, I also did a song with a friend called Black Every Day. You can check that one out. His his name is Arlo Maverick. Should name drop him to be respectful to the to the dude who wrote the song. It's not my song. Um, I got a poetry book out. That's kind of it. Yeah. That's a lot, but <laughs> that's not kind of <laughs> it. Um, I also have a website. Yeah, the man. website is thestephaniefrench.com, so you can find it all there. I guess that's I think, easier. Uh, I think I think I think if we just put your info in the link, people can just yeah. Uh, well, well, yeah, we'll make Instagram sure to put it. We'll make sure to put it in the show notes. Um, but as usual, everybody, make sure that you're smashing that subscribe button. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we want both thumbs, uh, dual thumb action. But I mean, uh, uh, make sure to 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 follow the podcast, subscribe, make sure you don't miss any episodes. Um, Instagram is um, is where we post uh, clips and updates, and I'm gonna, I'm really gonna try to get on that. Honestly, it's it's a struggle for me, but um, but uh, it w- what isn't a struggle is is, is engaging with listeners. So um, uh, look look out for us there. Um, thank you as always for coming on, Stephanie. Um, like I said, no we, we might have you on in the future uh, just to continue this conversation. I think it might even be good to have like you know someone from like the LGBTQ community to talk about um yeah. maybe someone who's, who's come out of the church uh i think that would be a really good conversation but yeah that's something for the future um but yeah yeah thanks everybody for for listening you guys want to say bye yeah take it easy bye stay safe it's cold all right everybody much love take care <laughs>